morning, you stunning stack of sunshine. Rise and grind. Do you know what today is? Today's the day you remember who the you are. You did not wake up today to be a weak ass. You're a champion, and champions keep going. Even when they're tired and want to give up, you just can't beat a motherfucker who won't back down. Keep spreading the fuckery. Torg got the Torg Torgerson. Cake by the ocean. It's not cake by the ocean, Jerry. Where exactly in the Bible does it say a man can't fire off some knuckle children? I love God. Gan Elliot. Hello, Jerry. That's the what Italian I beer. Yeah. Well, she's saying it's sounds like a the bent dick. Oh my. Bartender! Can I can I get a bent, bent dick? dick over here? <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. Show goes on! It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. Oh, my God, am I motivated. I am motivated now you for had your, Friday. That's your morning affirmation. We may want to tighten that up a little. Or maybe yeah, the we one just was a little close. It. Maybe we just skip it moving on. No, I think one of the oh, MFers could make... No, oh, that's funny. Those are so I am, good. I'm ready to tackle whatever <laughs> life brings me today. That guy gets you ready to go. He does. And they do a fresh one every day. That's the beauty of it. It's the gift that keeps giving. Pope, well, gosh, good morning. We are here. Friday morning. Torg is uh, in the Vegas. Already heard from him. His little ISD online there at the, at the airport. He's deep hi. in the bowels of Vegas. Uh, yeah, but still awake, right? Yeah, I, was, I heard he was from him. He was texting just uh, an hour ago, Lord. less than an hour ago. It's only 3 a.m. 3 a.m., yeah. Okay, all right. That's a long... Yeah. Boy, you go out there for the... Because he's there for the Raiders-Vikings game yeah. on Sunday, and you go out Thursday, and you do that Thursday night. By Sunday, the you're reason you went, you're, you're, you can't even enjoy it, probably. He's going to be so whipped. We'll see him. He'll be the guy they show on TV, passed out in the chair, dressed in purple with a yeah. Viking on his chest. And, and then he's flying home Sunday night? Sunday or Monday morning or something, yeah. It's... Yeah, why would you he's take gonna, that red eye? He's going to be tired. Why would you take that red eye? I don't uh, get that. No. I wonder why you got a hotel room if you're going to go all night long every night. Yeah. Where's he staying again? Uh, Treasure T. Island, yeah. Oh, my kids stayed there. <laughs> it's not yeah. bad. I mean, it's okay. it, it, for it's the budget, okay. for yeah, the budget it's, hotels, it's, it's not economy. bad. It's the economy. Are his buddies staying at the same hotel? There's one. Well, it's just him and Oh, uh, just another buddy, dude. TJ. Yeah. Okay. And they're sharing a room. I don't get that either, but- it's his trip, not okay, mine. Well, you know, yeah. it's all about, like I said, budget. They whatever. got two beds. Well, thank goodness. No, I, well, that's good to know. They're yeah. not going to be spooning. No, no spoons. Later tonight. Uh, yeah. He texted me, where's a good sake bar? Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, no. That's no. what I woke up to. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, there's, and if you've been drinking beforehand and then you let the sake kick in, trust me, I've yeah, been there, done right, that. right, right. That's, uh, that's just a sickness waiting to happen. You told me yesterday you got delayed a little bit, so yeah, you know he, the drinking was, probably started here once you're yeah, delayed at the, at the Airport. Yeah. Well, he needs a little something-something to get on he the plane anyway. He was shocked that the flight was delayed. I'm like, that's every flight out of Port Columbus. Yeah. Pretty much. But well, yeah. he's going to have some fun, and he's going to have stories to tell. He, he always does. Hopefully I'm he sure. wins money. Now, he's, uh, he's going to get to sleep in on Monday. We won't have him back until, what, Tuesday? Tuesday. That's all right. Now. That's all right. Sleep there, Tori. That's good. So we're good. We got a big show today. Uh, Weather-wise, uh, see tomorrow, 60. Yeah, but rainy. 
Rainy, but sixty. Yeah, sixty-one. December fifty-seven. Yeah. It's it's warm, man. Yeah, so we're we're in a warm front, and then after that, Lord only knows what's going to happen. So here in our building, for you out there listening, we had uh, there were back to masks. Uh, programming down on the studio end of the building, not so much. Like we we didn't come in today wearing masks or anything. But you see down the hall, everybody well, had a mask. Yeah, it's they're decimated down there because no one is in the office because they're all sick. They're and all they're, sick. Everybody walked in yesterday as we were heading out. Yeah, masks. They, and they had the masks absolutely, on. Absolutely right. And Jerry, you said your wife kind of sicky. Uh, she came home uh, from work yesterday, and yeah, she's sick. I don't I'm, know that it's COVID or anything, but I'm telling you what, all my smoking and drinking is keeping me healthy. <laughs> I'm gonna knock on wood for That's that. That's the one. Keith Richards effect. Yes, yes. <laughs> it actually made me forever. chuckle a little bit because they all have <laughs> cubicles and stuff down there, and we're here. Yeah, uh, open. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, of course, I say that I'm I'm in studio with uh, with you right now because usually I'm down in my little cave. And who knows what this this could bring? <laughs> I'll keep my germs to myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, my wife was uh, she was up half the night. I think. Oh. Yeah. But we got fat guy. I was leaving uh, this morning, and I went through the uh, you know the one cupboard with all the drugs in it. Oh yeah. The medicine and, cabinet. Uh, I found one that I had for a cough like three, four, five years ago or something. It's Fully expired, but I took it out. There's like six left. Take twice a day for cough. Okay. So I left that uh, on the island for. Here, honey, here's some expired. <laughs> I didn't even know that you. stuff expired. I had. Oh yeah, I, I had no clue. Got, well, they it. always say take it. What's the? There's no harm in taking. It's yeah. just the potency there's starts to no, diminish after. Yeah, it just wears off. It wears off. I've got two cabinets that have uh, drugs in them. One, of course, right above the stove where they say you're not supposed yeah, to. Yeah, that's where I keep it. You're yeah. not supposed to keep it there because they heat and everything else. And of course, the medicine cabinet upstairs. And I keep forgetting when I go out to get new drugs or whatever cold medicine that I've got a whole stash I completely forgot about. So I've got, I don't know, five different boxes of Tylenol, severe cold, uh, varying degrees of expiration. I found a prescription bottle. Do you ever and it had one, <laughs> one of those pills uh, after my appendectomy? And I was like, ooh, they <laughs> <laughs> come in handy tonight it's for like Shark Tank or tomorrow night. If I got to stay in all weekend because like the, the wife is sick, that I may take that. You were a little stuffy yesterday. Yeah, I've You're been stuffy all week. Man. Yeah, I have. But been. so far. Jerry wrote on the bottle, save for a good time. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. Break like, in case of emergency. Little, little bonus pill there. <laughs> it must have been good if I saved one, right? <laughs> I must have been. Well, the fact that you don't remember if it was good or not probably yeah. tells you it was pretty good. Well, should we run down the show here? We have uh, Fat Guy at the Movies because it's Friday. Did you see the three films, Christy? Let's I go. did. Well, one of them was, I told you, the one that Poor I mentioned. Poor Things, The Oath, and The Boy and the Heron. Yeah, The Boy and the Heron, I don't know anything about. The Oath, a little bit. But Poor Things, that is the movie that I brought up to Fat Guy last week that's supposed to be. It has Emma Stone in it. It's really, really, really weird. Okay. That's the one. So we'll have Fat Guy at 9.05. Comedian uh, Pete Corielli is going to join us. He's at Kemba tonight. Ah. We'll have a pair of, final pair of beat the box office tickets for Sticks and Foreigner, because those go on sale at 10. So we'll do the uh, tickets for that. And then Brandon Lang at 7.05. That's the show with all your uh, NFL picks. College-wise, all we're really looking at, right, Army-Navy, which is a pretty big deal. 
That's yeah, they get their own day. Did you see Bill yeah. Belichick's doing the uh, studio picks? No, I did not. Or the onset, yeah. you know, the live, they got him whatever that there? is. Yeah. So uh, Brandon Lang at 7.05, and we will do the uh, Michael Evans replay up next. From your... Oh. Yeah. Hi, from your Sounds Q- like a weekend, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> from your QFM 96 Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, get the perfect temperature in your home. Sears Heating and Cooling, lo- uh, cooling rather, locally owned, headquartered, and staffed for 75 years. SearsHeatingandCooling.com. Increasing clouds today, going to have a high 57, slight chance of showers overnight, a low 47. Showers for your Saturday, but a high of 61. It is 45 right now. Although recreational pot is now technically legal in Ohio, folks cannot use or have marijuana on the OSU campus. The reason? Federal law impacts the university's policies because OSU receives federal funding. It's been loaded with pot (laughs) since its existence. The policy applies to all OSU properties from dorms to Wexner Medical Center facilities. Now, OSU is not allowed to research marijuana either. If students live in off-campus houses or apartments, pot use and possession policies, those are now up to the landlord, how they would like to handle it. Hey, Rich, can too. we get uh, Torg, call him out in Vegas, would you? What's What would he think about this? <laughs> you know I'm what? not quite he clear on his feelings with DeWine and the cannabis. He really doesn't voice yeah. his opinion about this. You know, we yeah. really need to know what Torg right, thinks about right, this. Okay, right. moving and on. And he's not a cannabis guy at all. I know. And yeah. yet. He doesn't have a dog in his hunt, but. He's vested, man. Yeah, he's seeing Mike DeWine pop. Yes. behind bushes Every in Vegas in front of the Bellagio. <laughs> we get it. That was the biggest meme during COVID is a picture of DeWine in those bug-eyed glasses. Spying on I you. see you. You're out past 10. I well, see you. Well, he has you. that magnification that's such that it makes their eyes look larger. Right? Like Mr. Yeah. Magoo. Those guys yes. where the glasses are so strong it, make, it bugs their eyes. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Biden indicted on nine tax charges in California as the investigation into uh, his business dealings continue. Three felonies and six misdemeanors are on the list of charges in addition to federal firearms charges in Delaware. Now, if convicted, Hunter looking at 17 years in prison. Special counsel probes still open. The White House, of course, has declined comment on the new charges. So Monday is December the 11th. Now, that date might not mean much to you, but it should mean everything to at least one person in Florida. They have until Monday to redeem a lottery ticket worth $44 million. Lottery officials say there was one winning ticket going back to June 14th. And it still has not been redeemed. How so do you the limit the six months? Six months? I thought it was a year. Well, I guess in Florida for this, the holder of the ticket has until money to claim the prize oh. at the lottery office in Tallahassee, or they'll just uh, have to try to win another forty-four million. And I'll bet jackpot. you go like one day late. They no, you know what I mean. That's kind of, yeah. They, they don't give you any leeway. I bet they if you were to go next week or the week following or. You know, you're a week off. I bet they don't go, oh, well, okay, we'll give you a half. Or I How bet you're just SOL. do you buy a lottery ticket and not check the numbers or no or anything? You just buy it and forget about it or you lose or it's it? in a pocket. Or, Probably got it's washed in a, in a pocket. Got washed in a, in a pocket. or uh, got washed. Or, I'm, I'm surprised with the way that scams and stuff work these days. Or maybe they do and we don't hear about it. But people haven't found a way to try to make their own lottery ticket and turn it in. I wonder what the penalty is. I think they have. have well, they? It's because of the codes. Yeah, now. the barcode. It's the yeah, barcode. They, there's no to way redeem it. you could counterfeit that. No. 
I'm sure people have tried. Or the people who think that you go into a convenience store and they yeah. steal all the scratch-off tickets. <laughs> you're not going to, even if you do win, you're not going to win because they have to be activated by the store. And, and that's what this I had a uh, $50 scratcher holiday winner uh, last weekend, and I, I turned it in and I got five more because it was a $10 ticket. So oh. I just parlayed it into yeah, more. Yeah, and it's one of those ones, it's like the size of a, of a type, you know, a full sheet of paper, an 8 by 10 it's it, there's I think there's six games on it front oh, really? and back. It's ten dollars. Yeah, I love those holiday tickets. I think I'm gonna have to. That'll yeah. be my trek home today. It's gonna be my weekend. Rolling into more I'm odds. Take that pain pill and scratch <laughs> tickets. <laughs> Find your lucky penny. Stop, and watch Jerry. Fargo. And, yeah, and watch start Fargo. Fargo right. I'm telling you. Uh, QFM 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic 270 South has the right lane block at Georgia's Road. This is due to an accident. EMS was on the scene. Uh, they are now gone. Everything else uh, looking pretty good for your Friday morning. Is your ugly driveway ready for a makeover? Capital City Concrete is Ohio's premier concrete design specialist. You can still get your driveway installed this year and $500 off. Why wait? Get an instant quote today at capcityconcrete.com. 6.44 on your Friday morning. Okay, guys, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> Are you sure? I know we started, you know, an hour ago or whatever, <laughs> but it, I had to get kind of some things straightened out, and I'm okay. That guy yelling at you didn't get you I'm juiced okay. up this I'm morning? awake. I, I'm ready to go. I'm excited for a Friday. Let's go. Let's do but it. Boy, what an odd start to the day that was. <laughs> so let's... Let's get a little hot five off the table, at least the 640 version. Uh, clip number one, last night, Thursday night football, Patriots-Steelers. Here's the final call. Trubisky, he's going to fire over the middle. That's going to be caught. But now you got a, a lateral, but that's going to be skidding around and winds up in the hands of the uh, hook and ladder, hook and trailer, whatever you want to call it. And instead they come away with a loss. There you go. Patriots oh. 21, Pittsburgh 18. Mm-mm. Clip number two. Let's talk naughty grandma, shall we? 96-year-old Iowa <laughs> grandma has gone viral with her naughty carnation milk jingle. So it's actually an old street slogan that she remembered from childhood. So in the video, she recites it in the kitchen while holding a can of carnation milk. She's been dubbed Grandma Helen, and now she's even getting love from the Carnation Company itself. Carnation milk, the best in the land, comes in a tin with a red and white band. No to pull, no hay to pitch, just punch two holes in the son of a bitch. Hey, Carnation Nation, big news. Grandma Helen merch is here. T-shirts, hoodies, tote bags, and more. And remember, all proceeds are going to help fix Miss Helen's sidewalk. So let's get our holiday shop on. Grandma Helen, going to get a new sidewalk out of the deal. Nothing like 96-year-old women swearing. That always goes viral, doesn't it? Or four-year-olds. Or four-year-old, exactly. Right. What is uh, carnation milk? Carnation milk, milk, it could be uh, also the condensed. Yeah, the condensed milk. milk. Yeah, the real gooey stuff that you Did carnation, was that the company when we were kids that did the instant breakfast? That was carnation. Carnation instant breakfast, yes. Oh, I remember those. There you go. The chocolate. Yeah, the chocolate. With all the vitamins and the vitamins and minerals. They had the variety. Yeah. Oh, the malt, oh, the malted milk one was good. All right, Kemper, listen up for cut number three. Alex Jones was on Tucker's X show, and man, does he sound the alarm on this whole globalist agenda. 
And so the earth is being put into a countdown collapse right now. And so I'm like the fisherman when the tidal wave comes in and I'm like, oh my God, my wife and children are about to die. And, and, and so I'm not really worried about me because I'm a man, I did this, I knew it was coming, I've been proven right. And I'm not happy I was proven right. I wish we could have gotten ahead of this and stopped it. Yeah, we have a lot of credibility now that people see we, that we were right, so maybe we can stop the next phase of it. But the globalists have gone from testing phase, beta test phase, into full operational now. And they say, read their writings, we are going to have a post-industrial world by 2030. We will have no personal cars by 2030. You will be eating bugs by 2030. And we will start uh, the, the depopulation of 90% of the people by 2045. That is the official WF, official UN, official Club of Rome plan. Now, a lot of um, people... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, a lot of folks, you know, he's the tinfoil hat yes, guy. Yes. But what followed that video was a 21 years ago, he was talking and he every single every thing in the made. video is exactly what has happened. I mean, so conspiracy, yeah, at the time, but when it all comes true, that's not conspiracy. And, so and are we going to have to have a taste I, for bugs? Don't you find it hard to believe by 2030? It's I'm sorry, 24. That's... We're going into 24. 20, yeah. Like no, no personal cars in six years. Look at every car lot. The industry, the automotive, that's that's crazy. We're not going to be eating bugs by 30. I, I just I don't, don't so believe either. that. Maybe. But I believe in the agenda from the globalist well, sure. yeah, elites. Yeah, yeah. I think so much with him is how he delivers. Like, he comes off as crazy. The way, like, he's always yelling and well, so in the Sandy Hook thing really yeah, hurt us. Yeah. And he, if, what little credibility he had went out the window with, with that, Sandy Hook. But, but it's yeah. still the way that he delivers it. Like he's always yelling and screaming at the top of right, his lungs. Right. Well, trying to make his point. Clip number four. So what happened 43 years ago today? John Lennon gunned down in front of the Dakota apartment building by Mark David Chapman. And of course, those who remember back in 1980, the news of his murder announced by Howard Cosell during Monday Night Football. What two teams were playing? Patriots and Dolphins. Remaining, John Smith is on the line, and I don't care what's on the line, Howard, you have got to say what we know in the book. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we had to take. Frank. And see, back then, that's the Crazy. only way that you got your... My dad was watching that game. Crazy. I remember my dad in his Barker lounger when that news came down. Is it true that Chapman said to him, sorry to ruin your night after he shot him? I don't know about that. Yeah, that's what they say. All right, clip number five will wrap it up for uh, this go-round. Former Skid Row icon. Boy, that's a stretch. Sebastian Bach, <laughs> right? Icon? Well, he's got a new album coming out in 2024, believe it or not. It's his first new song in almost 10 years. Here it is. What do I got to lose?
But nope, not going to do it. Have you noticed a lot of the uh, guys like that that are putting out new stuff were past all that COVID crap? Mm -hmm. Remember all the old rockers were put, while we were in the studio for two years at home, and I did this in my basement, (laughs) and and it was just horrible. horrible. All of it was, but a lot of the stuff coming out now is uh, turns yeah, out get into palatable. a real studio, it's get it good. mixed down, and it's get it rocking. Good. The song yeah. you should have seen the music video. Well, the guys just that's sound what they better. saved the laugh for. Is he was like walking like a lumberjack, pinching one away so he can make it to the bathroom. <laughs> like it was really, really. <laughs> I'm cheesy. gonna have to. Wow. I'm gonna have to check that one. Out. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, eight in front of uh, seven o'clock. We'll do a little news, and then Brandon Lang in less than fifteen. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic for your Friday. Watch for a semi that's blocking the right side of 270 East, the exit to Alum Creek Drive. Traffic pretty slow back to 270. And a traffic note, 70 West ramp to 71 South going to close beginning at 10 o'clock tonight until 6 tomorrow morning. Your detour is going to be 70 West to Rich Town Street to 315 North to 33 Dublin Road to 315 South to get you back onto 71 South. I know it's a pain in the ass, but you'll get it done. Uh, traffic is brought to you by Buyers Mazda, where you will get a premium vehicle without a premium price. Buyers Mazda in Dublin, 270 and Sawmill off of Billingsley. BuyersMazda.com. Come see why it's better to buy at Buyers Mazda during their season of inspiration. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give one, give them what they really want. A gift card to Borgata Pizza in Worthington with New York-style pizza, homemade Italian specialties. Your holiday season just got a little tastier. Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So alcohol industry insiders, they've noticed a trend that has continued over the last year. Beer consumption seems to be declining because a lot of the youngsters putting down the beer. Instead, they're unwinding with cannabis, not unlike what the older generation yeah, is doing I bet as well. That, I makes sense. And this is making a dent in the alcohol market. Now, the decrease in alcohol consumption has also been influenced by something they call intentional abstinence. That's where younger consumers take breaks from drinking during sober October and dry January. And that is not me. <laughs> so, uh, no. no. Just, just Tell saying. everybody what happened last night. You were at a, uh, we would, I will just, don't have okay. to call it out, but a corporate uh, steakhouse. Is that fair? And it wasn't last night. It was a yesterday. Met my in-laws. Yesterday during the day. During the day, yeah. Oh, day okay. drinking. Exactly. So it was our in-law, my in-laws, and uh, they wanted, the, Jimmy's birthday is Monday, and they said, hey, let's get together. Let's, you know, do some lunch. So we meet at lunch, you know, noon, 12, 15, and uh, there's four of us, four adults, nice big meal, ordered a bottle of wine, which is basically one glass of wine per Spending person. Spending money in the afternoon. You know, they should love having you there. Uh, ordered another bottle. Okay, so two glasses, again, adults, lots of food, weren't loud, weren't right. obnoxious, nothing, haven't seen each other. So we're, we're going on two and a half hours, almost three hours here at this restaurant, just having good family time and decide to order, hey, can we have, you know, one more bottle? 
and the waitress says, I'm sorry, we have to cut you off. Christy got cut <laughs> off. No, 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 no. During daylight hours at a restaurant that she went to for lunch. <laughs> Woo! But I'm with three other adults. Yeah, and okay. that's not that much. Well, a bottle of wine's four, four Understand, glasses. Understand, Jimmy and I could do two bottles just ourselves. So you had two glasses, you wanted a third. Oh, exactly, because yeah. we've been there. It's like, listen, right. we're having fun. And then we said, excuse me. She goes, and it is a birthday. It's a celebration. It was a celebration. Yeah. And so we asked the waitress, because we were kind of dumbfounded, she goes, well, no, we've been sued. I'm like, okay, well, now you're just ruining my buzz. Uh, and so my father-in-law was like, no, really, we're going to be here for a little while longer. Yeah, we know, yeah. eating steak, everything else. She goes, well, I'm going to have to go get the manager. <laughs> so the manager looked at us and said, okay, one more bottle. <laughs> and then after that, we had to go, apparently. That, yeah. That's probably a corporate role. I think it's a corporate role. I'm sure that, that something. The, at least the manager has to come over and check off on it. Y- yeah. But man. Yeah, the manager came yeah. over with her hands on her hips and looked all four of us and we're like, we're, we're good. Giving you the stink yeah. eye. Like, <laughs> you got to pass muster. Yeah, wait a minute. Do I have to do a sobriety test for that's the manager wild. of. Third overpriced bottle of Parducci <laughs> Chardonnay. <laughs> Whatever the hell. Well, and to celebrate, they yeah, lined up shots before they yeah. walked so out the door. So that was my Thursday. <laughs> All right, then. Well, we are off and running on a Friday. We have a full show for you. Fat guy at the movies, comedian Pete Corielli. We got sticks tickets. And coming up next, a little Brandon Lang with all your football picks. Brandon Lang's picks, powered by the Torg and Elliott Tailgater. Now available at Junkyard Dogs in Linworth. Don't show up on Lane Avenue empty-handed. Junkyarddogs.com. The website's brandonlang.com. I think before we start any games, we got to ask B. Lang. I'll be in Vegas. And B. Lang, where, where are we going in Vegas when I get there? Well, we're basically going to... Star Trek. We're going to go where no man has gone before. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that new hotel, the Dorado or Durango, that's what it is. That looks pretty cool. Well, listen, I, what's funny is I have not even been to resorts world, which just opened up. Fountain blue's got one opening up. Yeah. Um, I can't, I don't, the Durango, I haven't even heard about. So that's new to me. We had the we had the school shooting yesterday at UNLV. Three killed, one wounded. Some whack job ex professor who decided to roll into town and go cuckoo for cocoa puffs. So, um, so yeah, it's just uh, you know, it's um, you know, I'm on the outskirts in Summerlin, which is just an ungodly, fantastic community. So, okay, um, you know, it's real safe. But yeah, so the town's a little town's a little shocked by that. But you know, again, go back to Mandela Bay with that biggest mass shooting in U.S. history. So Vegas would be resilient, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's you're gonna we're gonna have fun. Well, let's yeah, talk fun. about happy things then. This weekend's action. Let's just uh, Saturday. Let's just focus on Army, Navy, and then we'll jump right into the NFL. Sixteen straight years they went under the post of total. Wow. Sixteen straight years under the post of total, and last year they're going under the post of total again. And for the first time in the 979 year history of this thinking, you know, rivalry. It goes to overtime to get over the post of total. We'd be dealing with 17 straight years of total. So I'm going right back with the under. Only way to play this game. Forced them to get over the total. Took overtime last year. I don't see overtime this year. I'm going under the post of total. Yeah, is is I don't remember off the top of my head. What was the over? Because it's 27 and a half. What was it last year? Do you remember? Do you recall? 34. <laughs> okay, so like we like you mentioned last year, it just keeps getting lower and lower and lower. 
BrandonLang.com is the website. Well, let's get going because I'm interested in some of these games. Let's start in Vegas since I'll be there for that game. Raiders plus three against the Vikings. Josh Dobbs looks awful. I kind of lean it towards the Raiders. Yeah, me too. Um, to lose to the Bears on Monday night. Raiders at least been competitive. Jumped out on KC 14 nothing. Had possessions to stay in that game. Couple fourth and twos, fourth and ones. Couldn't pick it up. Um, they've played tough for Pierce. They've played tough. They've been resilient. And I just don't believe – I know Justin Jefferson's back, but you're getting Joshua Dobbs on the road. I just don't think um, you can trust him. With that being said, I also think that defense is – for, for both Minnesota and the Raiders is playing better football. I would play under the posted total in that game as well. Really like what I'm seeing with Brian Flores in this defense as far as shutting people down. I would play the under. Play the under. And what was that number, Tark? The uh, I don't have the over-under. I just have Raiders 40, plus three. Last time I checked, it's 44. Lean towards Raiders like the under. Okay. 44, okay. Hey, let's do uh, Lions-Bears. Uh, Bears, even though they won last Monday night, they looked awful. Lions minus three and a half on the road. Well, first meeting, Bears should have beat them. Should have. Dominated them. Up, you know, up 15 late and let it slip away. Jared Goff went crazy in the last four and a half minutes. I'm going to take the home dog Bears. I just am. I just think that the Bears in this situation, and listen, I had Detroit in that game, and Hutchinson gets a strip sack fumble, he's about to fall out on the end zone for the miracle cover, and the Bears lineman who's running with him doesn't even see the football and kicks it out of the end zone. Like it was rolling into his path. He didn't even see it. He was just running, and he kicked it out of the end zone, or Hutchinson covers it for the miracle cover for the line. So I like what I saw from the Bears as far as being competitive. I like what I saw from Justin Fields. They match up well with Detroit. I'm going to take the, the Bears plus three and a half. All right, uh, Jake Browning out of nowhere. This guy has been everywhere, and he looked pretty good last week. Bengals at home, minus one, hosting the Colts. Tough game, but I will take the Bengals. Um, I whiffed it Monday night. That receiving core of the Bengals just abused Jacksonville. Just flat out abused them, and he looked great. He didn't look good. He looked great. And it's funny, you know, Zach Taylor said in the press, he said, you know, we went back and watched the film. He looked great. He looked much better than what we thought. And that gave them the confidence to play calling uh, when they were rocking and rolling on Monday night. So I'm going to come back. I agree. Colts have been living on borrowed time. Their defense is suspect. Let's roll with the, let's roll with the Mings. All right. BrandonLang.com is the website. Well, let's go up uh, north where the Browns are minus three host in Jacksonville. And it looks like uh, – Trevor Lawrence isn't going to play in that one. I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm going to go with the Browns. I just like their defense matched up against the Jags. I do. I know Beathard's going to probably get the start, but um, Browns are pesky at home with that defense. Backup quarterback. Give me, give me, give me the Brownies. Minus the points. All, All right. right. Chiefs hosting the Bills. That's a big one, as is uh, Eagles at Cowboys. I'm going to go ahead and roll with Buffalo. Um, had him against Philly. Should have got the win. They're playing for their life. I just don't believe in KC. My best bet last Sunday, and I think I said it on your show, was Green Bay plus the points Yeah. Um, over the Chiefs. I said it wouldn't describe me. Green Bay shocks the room, wins the game outright. It's not the same Chiefs. Let's accept that. Let's move on. Buffalo goes in there. The line at one and a half, two, begging me to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take Buffalo plus the points. As far as Dallas and Philly is concerned, Philly got exposed. Finally, you think about, you think about Philly – they should have lost to Washington twice, 
They should have lost to Dallas the first time. They should have lost to Buffalo. Uh, they lost to the Jets. This team should realistically have potentially five losses, and we would view them through a completely different lens than right now. I think they go in there and get exposed for the second straight week, and Dallas blows them out. High-scoring game, but Dallas pulls away wins by double digits. The over-under is 51 and a half. Would you take the over? I'll be shocked if it doesn't go over. I'll be absolutely shocked if it doesn't go over. I think they're just going to open down the field. First meeting was 28-23 in Philly. Indoors, fast track. Dallas has averaged at home 40 a game. Figured out a way to get to 41. Yeah, their defense took the week off against Seattle on a short week. I don't foresee that happening. That offensive line for Philadelphia is struggling. I think the, the, the pressure hurts. I like over 51. Love Dallas, minus the three. All right, this weekend, Brandon Lang, let's go crazy like Prince, brother. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, guys. Good Friday morning, all. It is the Torg and Elliott Show, 727, and congratulations to Tim Bunfell. He won the Sticks Foreigner tickets on uh, August the 23rd down at Riverbend. Those tickets, by the way, go on sale today at Ticketmaster.com at 10 a.m. That would be a great stocking stuffer. And yes, Christy, I said bun fill. <laughs> when he called in and won the prize, he said, make sure you tell Jerry I said panties. Yeah. Pay. Mm. Thank you, Mr. Bun Phil. Hello, pay. Speaking of bun filling, how's your weekend look? <laughs> <laughs> From your QFM 96, Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center. Uh, get the perfect temperature. <laughs> In your home. <laughs> Sears Heating and Cooling, locally owned, headquartered in staff for nearly 75 years. SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Incre- That's crazy, That's cr- I, said, I said crazy. Yeah, Dirty Honey is going to be uh, at, at the, the Blue, Blue Stone, Stone on, Monday, on yeah. Monday evening, and they got the used kids appearance. At noon, and that way you can pick up a, a copy of their brand new release, get it signed, and they're going to do a little bit of an in-store appearance. I'm a huge, huge Dirty Honey Yeah, fan, now so. the stadium show we were just talking about, is <laughs> that uh, official? Uh, that's official, yeah. So you can make that announcement. It's good. I, th- I didn't think Ohio had a show, but you say, no, they will be in Cleveland. They will be in Cleveland, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is the Rock Brigade Tour. It is another stadium tour that includes Def Leppard. Yep. It includes Cheap Trick. Journey. Journey. Heart. Uh, at Steve Miller Band. <laughs> All of them. And it's going to be making a stop in Cleveland. Progressive Field on at July Progressive. the 30th. Mm-hmm. Now, given my choice, seeing a concert in a baseball stadium or a football or stadium, a football stadium baseball I'm stadium. taking baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Just the configurations. I think it's just it works a little better for shows. Whether because the Reds they've hosted uh down at Great American, they've hosted shows. But yeah, as soon as you get into those football stadiums, eh, it's it's just so much larger. Well it the is. Stones have to they have to do, do the, that. those, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I really wanted to get tickets for the Stones, but way too expensive. Also coming to town tonight, comedian Pete Corielli, and we will welcome him to the show here in about seven minutes or so. So let's enjoy a little for laughter at 35 uh, 39 after brought to you by the Columbus Funny Bone. Get your reservations to see the best damn comedians in the country at columbus.funnybone.com. Now Pete, he's going to be at Kemba this evening, but let's uh let's take a little preview here. People love their dogs. My wife and I got a Christmas card from a friend of ours, him and his wife. It's just a photo of their dog. <laughs> Just laying in the grass in the summertime, not even Christmas theme. It annoyed me.
me so much, I had to make a card. It's something I would never do, but I had to make a Christmas card with my own dog. I'm trying to get a photo of my dog taking a dump in the middle of a snowstorm with a Christmas hat on its head. Right? And the card is going to say, Merry Christmas, and when you open it up, it's going to say, I hope you get a lot of good set I had it all set like I wouldn't let the dog out of the apartment for like six hours really I kept giving it biscuits it's crying right by the door I'm looking at my wife we're gonna bang this out in 10 minutes no problem and my wife pulls away with the camera she's like we're being too cruel we're being too cruel like, what are you talking about this is what animals are here for for your own entertainment <laughs> Comedian Pete Corrielli is coming to Kemba Live December 8th, AXS.com for tickets. Or maybe go to his website. Maybe he get, makes more money if you go directly to his website. Pete, what's up, man? Hello, Pete. Hey, Torg, Elliot. How you guys doing, We're... man? And uh, I don't make any more money if you go to my website either way. We're just uh, just trying to get some, some warm bodies in there. Baby. Or, Let's do it. Or we could send them your way to for merch. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it, but I seriously, I appreciate you guys being involved and helping me get some some tickets sold and getting some people to come out. I, I really appreciate. It. I gotta, I go way back with Columbus, and I was thinking about what I wanted to tell you guys, and I had to tell you a quick story. Okay. Uh, my daughter's ten years old, but after she was born, this is going back nine years ago. Uh, you know, I was plugging away, playing the clubs when I could, and I was going to play the Columbus Funny Bone. And I got a vasectomy. And when I was getting the vasectomy, the doctor goes, I'll never forget it, man. It was Thursday morning. And he goes, now, listen, you want to really lay low all weekend, ice on and off, ice on and off from the area down there, and don't do anything physical until at least two weeks. And I'm nodding like, okay. And meanwhile, I'm not even kidding you, my wife was out in the parking lot in our 2009 Subaru Outback, already with the engine running, with a little makeshift bed for me in the back. Because she was driving me to Columbus, funny bone. <laughs> Vasectomy me in the morning, headlining Thursday night all weekend at the Columbus funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> How did it work out for you? Vasectomy. I'm up there doing bits. <laughs> ah, yeah. Did you have an ice pack, a pack of peas in your pants or anything? How did it work for you? Because I've talked to guys where they've had pain and they've had to go back to the doctor. That's why I won't get it. I had it. No, not only did I not feel pain, this is going to sound crazy, and any doctor would say that's not even possible. I think I, I'm, I'm, I have more pleasure at the end of uh, making love than beforehand. I don't know what's going on with that. And I don't know what risk free. Pete, I don't yeah. know what drug they give you, but I was so worried that the nurses I went in for my vasectomy and they were listeners of the show, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh gosh, now I gotta drop trow and I always exaggerate so much on the air. They're right. gonna they're gonna giggle. Words they're gonna talk gonna, about your penis. Words gonna get out, yeah. they're gonna you know, whatever. And I was very uh cognizant of that and I don't know what drug they give you before. They put that drip on me for the cut, and I sat back, and I I opened my I was like, I was all into it. I could have cared less. It was a wonderful high. Well, yeah. Well, now you're talking about the beauty of anesthesia, which is a whole different game. I mean, 
I've had anesthesia twice, and I, I literally said to my wife, if our daughter wasn't already born, I would have named her anesthesia. That's yeah. unbelievable. That drug is. Yeah, it really so, is. So, Pete, when you got ready, did you, like, trim the area and make sure it was presentable? Uh, um, I didn't really – I don't think I had to do that much because it was underneath, you know what I mean? So uh, I don't really remember them saying to do much grooming, but – I remember thinking, like, geez, who would waste a whole weekend icing their balls? I did the whole shows all weekend, and it was no problem at all. So, you know, I guess everybody reacts differently. But you do what you got to do is the point of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. you got a steam fitter who's got to go, you know, weld iron, and you're telling them, you want to take two weeks off? Yeah, you're going to tell me to tell the union I need two weeks off because i got a vasectomy? Get out of here. Yeah, and you (laughs) might not have to groom it, but you do got to kick a leg up and clean it pretty well. (laughs) Oh, well, right. Yeah. I think we clean it pretty well anyway. I mean, what are we, animals? Yeah, exactly, Jerry. Yeah, like get the grill brush, you know, that brush you use on your grill, and really get after it. (laughs) Pete Corrielli's coming to town December 8th, AXS.com, Kemba Live. And if you haven't seen Pete, he's got stand-up shows on YouTube. You can see them all over the place. So you're doing this theater tour. Do you have people? with you do you have like a guy who does stuff for you no 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 I, I i am completely solo to the point where i talked to my manager and i'm like listen we got to figure something out i mean i'm doing these theaters i'm selling some summing them out and i'm walking through the front door with the audience you know? <laughs> I, I don't even take the time to figure out what door i should be coming in and i also don't I, I usually use a comic uh, from wherever I'm playing. I like to use somebody local because I, I remember what it was like when I was playing in New York City and like this yeah. one, club, one club, Caroline's particular that you know you know they would have a guy come once a week to headline and you know you like you'd get excited because maybe I'll get to work with this so and so famous guy, but then that guy would bring his own comic to open so no one would get a chance to. So that always bothered me. So, Did uh, Caroline's reopen? Did they open up another location? Or are they done? No, they're done. Yeah, uh, COVID. Yeah, I think they, uh, yeah, I forget what they do there. I think they throw axes down there now, one of the bars where you can throw axes. Right. Oh, because the rumor was is that they were going to try to find another location. Oh, well, you know what it is? The comedy cellar. You can't compete with the comedy cellar. I mean, when I first started playing the comedy cellar in the village, it was the one club. And when I first started playing there, they would have the the wait staff sit in the crowd because there'd be no crowd. So if somebody walked in, they wanted that person to think there was a show. So, like, you would literally perform for the wait staff. Now, they, 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 there's a deli across the street from the comedy cell, and they're like, yeah, let's buy that and make it a club. Like, the whole block is this comedy cell club. It's unbelievable. They wow. got it on lockdown. They just got, like, five or six rooms all around. So. <laughs> Well, I played uh, Caroline's back in the day there, Pete, and uh, they threw an axe at me while I was up there. So. <laughs> I believe it, right? Hey, let me ask you, the podcast with your buddy uh, Sebastian, we're big Maniscalco fans as well. How do you choose topics, or do you guys just riff and improvise? Oh, we just riff and improvise. I mean, we will like each have like a bit of a list. Like, um, yeah, just to give you an just example. Things that, yeah. Yeah, like we're casting in, in a couple of days, and I was talking to my wife on the couch the other day about a, a, a person we know uh, who's got big, a woman who's got big feet, but she's not particularly tall. So 
I, I just like into my phone and I'm like to Sebastian, I'm like, what's your take on, uh, could you, could you be with a woman with bigger feet than you? <laughs> what's your take on that? And, like, <laughs> and, and then he'll have a bunch of, we'll just ride. We go, it's like surfing, man. We go with it. We have the same sense of humor to a certain extent. And, uh, we just really have a lot of laughs with it. So, but yeah, so you may, you bring in a nugget. And that's it. And sometimes the nugget dies on the vine, so you move on to the next thing. Sure, yeah. sure. Hey, are you? Yeah, that's uh, kind of what we do. You got specials yeah. out are right, with this tour because you're doing Friday, Saturdays, different cities across the country. Are you uh, setting this up for a special to film a special? Because I love going to a show knowing that this materials might be on Netflix, on YouTube, whatever it is. Yeah, well, you know, I have an hour for that. I definitely, it's ready to roll. It's just a matter of, uh, and it's really, you know, gosh, it's like every time I turn around, somebody's got, I got a new special. I got a new special. Yeah. So it almost seems like it's overkill. I mean, of course, I've never tried to, oh, one second, my thumb's a long show. I never tried to get it on Netflix because uh, there was a time period where I was told that I'm not diverse enough, so don't even bother trying. Um, or, and I wasn't famous enough. But now, you know, that seems to maybe have shifted. I don't know. I never even really tried to give it to them. Then there's the thought of YouTube. But, you know, I'll be honest. This is what I'm thinking now. Uh, I played a place recently where they had filmed me, and I really liked the way it came out. And I'm just thinking about, like, my guys put together a bunch of clips of my latest stuff. And and they're like, put these clips out. That's how the world watches it now. And I'm like, but I don't even – this has never been seen on a special. And they're like, nobody – can't. Right. They're going to see this. They're going to love it. Then you think you're going to make a special out of this, and they're going to go, wait a second, I saw that clip. This is, like, great, fun stuff. So we live in a time now where, like, literally, you know, people just want to watch for, like, clips. They want to watch clips, and they want them quick. They want them short, you know? So No, you're, no I was going to ask you about that because you're spot on, and that's how some comedians, because it's kind of like getting catfished on a dating site. You see a girl, and then you see her in person, and it's not, ey. but, like, comedy can be like that where I've seen guys, and you're not, this isn't, you're great, but I've seen guys do clips, and I'll look at 60, 60 seconds, oh, that dude's hilarious, and then I'll see him in a club, and he's like a social media comic. Yeah, well, that's the and there's a big difference. Though. That's a big difference I, I, I too. With, I've, I've worked around a lot of these guys too. That's the beauty of, you know, I, I've, my successes come later in life. I have three hour specials, so now as the crowds get bigger or the stakes get higher, I don't get nervous. I know I got this. I got this. This is what I do, baby. I've been doing this for years. These young guys and gals, they hit with a with a clip, and that's just a new way to do it. Like, I, I mean, there's really no sense in these young people going out and plugging away uh, emceeing uh, outside of Nashville uh, on a Wednesday. There's just no need for that. Stay in your basement, make that clip, and when that clip hits, you go out and you, and you talk on stage for an hour. But here's the key, guys. The crowd doesn't even care that they stink. They don't even care. It's, it's, it's almost like they don't even know what good comedy is anymore. Anyway. Right. I agree with yeah, you Yeah, they don't have the chops. They can't back it up. They got four minutes. They're famous, and all of a sudden they're trying to headline the funny bone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get that. Hey, do you have a social media person? I've, I forgot which comedian we had on recently where he said he has a team of people that he has to pay them monthly because wasn't it Mark Norman, Jerry, that yeah, told us? Yeah, Mark was, Norman. Yeah. Mark Norman's great. Uh, but Mark said, I've gotten to a point where I do skits and I have, like, college kids. Do you have people doing your social media? 
yeah, well, I mean, not my not my communicating with the fans, uh, the audience. I mean, I do that myself, but they they take like I like I said, I played this place recently where they had sent me, they filmed me, and I liked the way it came out, so I sent it to my social media guy. They chopped it up. Just cut them up, man. And, yeah. And they believe it or not, sometimes they cut them up a uh, stand-up bit, and I'm like. Oh, you left out the Baba Ba part, and and they go to me. I mean, this kid's like twenty five years old. He goes, bro, nobody cares about the Baba Ba part. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pete, would Instagram be the best place to find those? Uh, yes, they're on Instagram, but Facebook. Listen, I got a good team. They're putting them out everywhere, yeah. on, uh, Twitter and everything. But yeah, Instagram and um. You know, the thing I'm most proud of is the freaking podcast. We have such a blast, and we've been having guests lately, and it's been more and more fun. So uh, the Pete and Sebastian show, um, you guys have been doing it for years yourselves, man. And I'm glad, I'm so glad when I see these radio shows still kicking it, even with all these podcasts floating around trying to get in the way. And we're inappropriate, too, which is amazing because the next group of guys doing morning radio are probably going to be afraid to say anything. Well, and even the podcast, if you recall in the beginning with the podcast, that was what you did outside of terrestrial radio because you could say whatever you want. But now it's become so mainstream, you still got to be careful in your podcast because now every podcast successful one has sponsors as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and the worst part about it is, you know, even when you guys mentioned Mark Norman, I almost had a little funny quip about him. Funny guy, but, you know, it's in my eyes, now that I'm older, it's like I can't believe anyone laughed at me when I was 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I can't believe a grown man laughed at me when I was 30. Like, what problems do you have, guy? You know? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so true. By the time we reach an age uh, as a comedian where we know about life and we really know how to do this art, sometimes you're seen as like beyond your prime when the reality is you're just hitting your prime, you know? And I'm not trying to. Right. Old son geriatric guy, you ain't that, you know, early 50s. But my point is, um, you know, if I had said something about Mark, and Mark's a great guy and a funny comic, but if it was a podcast, the problem is. Like, if I said on radio, they go, oh, yeah, you said something and, uh, on talking Elliot. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, Wednesday. But with a podcast, they, they send the clip, the time code. Uh, like, you know, they go, oh, yeah, it was episode 15, starting at 5712, when Pete said I went to the deli. Right after that, he ripped on so-and-so. So it's, like, so uh, documented forever on a podcast, which I hate. Yeah, hey, how do you maneuver, and Pete Corrales with us, December 8th, Kemba Live, AXS.com. How do you maneuver in a day? Because we just saw this story, a local guy, Matt Reif, local guy, and yeah. he's trying to get, he t- I saw his stand-up special, he just the told ne- a the joke. Netflix, yeah, yeah, the Netflix, yeah. Netflix, and he's telling a joke how rough Baltimore is, and told a joke yeah. about like a hostess with a black guy, and you shouldn't be putting her in the front of the house, right? It was meaningless. And now they're yeah. they're getting on him. How do you maneuver as a com- comedian in a sensitive world? Because the last thing you want, hey, I'm just doing my job, I'm funny, but the last thing you want is to be trending and people calling you a douchebag, you know? Yeah, I know, but I, I saw a little of that at the beginning because I heard of him, so I turned it on just to see it. And, uh, you know, a beautiful man, a beautiful. He's man. very handsome. <laughs> but listen, you know, it's like sometimes you like if he was overweight and like bald, nobody would care. So it's like, yeah, it's also a perception thing. But really, though, at the end of the day, like who cares? Like, have they already forgot about him? Like. 
I mean, one of my dear friends is Jim Brewer. I remember he went on Tucker Carlson. Everyone's like, oh, say goodbye to Jim Brewer's career. A half hour late, he's selling out all over again. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like two seconds, so, so who cares, you know? Yeah, maybe I it's mean, swinging the other way. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, it's just sometimes when guys get real famous, though, um, it becomes a little bit more of a delicate thing, you know, like, geez, you know, Sebastian never says anything, but I try to be respectful of him the same way like a Kevin Hart. These guys are like brands. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They say the wrong thing and like, you know, 50 people are out of work. I, I say the wrong thing and, you know, it's just my problem. <laughs> yeah, your wife's yelling at you. And then you get yeah, to exactly. even one more level where that you're so big, Chappelle, Burr, Rogan, where you cannot be canceled. Uh, yeah, right. You know, like you're, you're, I guess so. You're like supposed to be doing that stuff. You're I'd like, like to so get there. Yeah, I, I'd like yeah, to get there. Well, yeah. Pete, we appreciate it, man. And it's, I love it. December 8th, weekend night, Kemba Live. Get your tickets now. Pete, thanks so much, man. Thank you, Peter. Right. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a good one. You too. Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic got a disabled vehicle, right berm, 70 West, right after 33, Columbus Police and ODOT currently on the scene. Open a high-interest earning money market account at Kemba Financial Credit Union and for a limited time, earn up to 5% APY until 2025. That's seven times the national average. Average as reported by FDIC. Restrictions apply federally insured by NCUA. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give them what they really want, a gift card to Borgata Pizza in Worthington with New York style pizza, homemade Italian specialties. Your holiday season just got a little tastier. Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. So a former Jacksonville Jaguar employee has been accused of racking up some huge bills on the team's virtual credit card. Amit Patel is accused of stealing an estimated, am I reading this right? $22 million from the team from 2019 up into this year. His purchases allegedly included a condo in Florida, multiple vehicles, a $95,000 watch, many lavish trips using private jets. Now, Patel, who oversaw the team's monthly financial statements and served as the club's administrator of its virtual credit card program, has now been charged with one count of wire fraud and one count of illegal monetary transaction. Think Twenty-two about that. million. Think about that—a ninety-five thousand dollar watch. It's, it's obscene. And if you're stealing, wouldn't you keep it on the DL and like hide it in the Bahamas until something you're like that done instead of with flaunting it and showing team? it off? A $95,000 watch. They wow. had to be looking at that going, well, yeah, that's nice. I guess we're paying wow. them a pretty good amount yeah, of money. Right. $22 million, don't you just go ahead and leave the country? Like, if you know you're doing it to that extent. Yeah, because he's going to uh, go away for oh, this. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, he's not getting out of that. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Christy. Uh, what do we have here? Four minutes after eight, we're going to enjoy a little twisted sister. Let me guess. <laughs> They're not going to take it anymore, is it? Would that be correct there? Because you are I'm this close. Cause, right. Because at my age, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm not. I'm done fighting. <laughs> just I'm, t- I'm just tired. <laughs> and then after uh, the Twisted Sister, we have a new Christmas song from our old, our longtime friend, Haywood Banks. All right. Go ahead, Twisted Sister. That's the short version. That is the short. That is the Reader's Digest that's called Twisted Sister in a Nutshell. <laughs>
Did the system crash there? Yeah, we got a little wonky over here, but we're going to get it back right about D, please. Now. Good morning, you stunning stack of f***ing sunshine. Rise and f***ing grind. Do you f***ing know what today is? Today's the day you remember who the f*** you are. You did not wake up today to be a weak-ass f***. You're a f***ing champion, and champions keep f***ing going. Even when they're f***ing tired and want to give up. You just can't beat a motherfucker who won't back down. Keep spreading the fuckery. Torg got the Torg Torgerson. Cake by the ocean. It's not cake by the ocean, Jerry. Where exactly in the Bible does it say a man can't fire off some knuckle children? I love God. Gan Elliot. Hello, Jerry. That's the what Italian I just beer. Yeah. What she's saying, it's sounds like a the bent dick oh my Bartender, can i can i get a bent dick dick? over here <laughs> boy that escalated quickly very, very, very. the show goes on it's torg and elliot on qfm 96 got time to shave I know that you've been making me a toy up in the Arctic And I hope this message reaches you before you've time to start it Some folks like their Christmases all blue or even white But for me the color green is exactly right Santa don't you bother with the chimney no more Slip my present into an envelope and slide it under the door Cause nothing says Merry Christmas like cash, cash, cash Show me what the holiday spirit's about With a nice wire transfer into an offshore account Cause nothing says Merry Christmas like cash, cash, cash Oh, the size is perfect and the style is right You know that it's the color I dig And never, ever, ever would you hear me say Does this money in my wallet make my butt look big? Oh, Santa, don't you be no Ebenezer And pay off the balance on this here visa Cause another says Merry Christmas like cash, cash, cash Risk your life with the Black Friday chase When I see no denotes that you got such good taste Cause nothing says Merry Christmas like cash, cash, cash Hundred dollar, fifty dollar, love to hear them crinkle Stacked up in a suitcase or the jingle, jangle, jingle Of coupons from South Africa or euros from Spain Santa fly your reindeer by and make it rain out Teeth or mistletoe kisses Jackson Franklin and a grants my wishes All I want for Christmas is Come on Mr. Kringle All I want for Christmas is Jingle, jangle, jingle All I want for Christmas is a Cash, cash, cash QFM 96, Torg and Elliot and our old longtime pal Haywood Banks and his new Christmas song called Cash, Cash, Cash. Oh, I miss Haywood. Yeah, I got a, a text from him uh, earlier in the week, and he has a new Christmas album out, haywoodbanks.com, and maybe we'll sample another one uh, on Monday. 
for a little uh, a little fill time. Oh, with, a little holiday. With no torch. I, just, I love when Haywood used to come in studios. He'd bring up that beat up toaster and the two forks, and he'd yeah, have it hung yeah. around his neck. And he's, with your toast. He's had a hell of a, a run. A run. He really did. He yeah. had, he had a nice career, and it's not over yet. But I think he's just kind of limited his his travel. But uh, we'll sample another one on Monday morning. Uh, speaking of uh, comedians in town tonight, Pete Corielli. He's at Kemba. Want to thank him for uh, being part of the show this week. And then tonight, the Blue Jackets are back home. Yeah, they are. And tonight's very, very special. Uh, the Blue Jackets going to honor the community. It's uh, for, for first responders tonight, uh, hosting St. Louis Blues. It's first responders night, all presented by Jets Pizza. Game time, 7 p.m. The night will include themed activities, fundraisers, tributes to show support and gratitude of the efforts of these incredible individuals in the first responder community. You need more information about it? Go to bluejackets.com slash responders. All right, Michael Evans up next, 814. Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling, your climate hero. Let's go to Hollywood and a live report from the great Michael Evans. Come on, Mike. Come on, man. Come on. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We have a beautiful day so far. A little rain tomorrow, but boy, it's nice. 60 degrees for our high. Ooh, that is beautiful. Beautiful. We'll take it. We'll take it. December. So let me, I, I was out for a few days at a little uh, meeting with and a reunion with a couple of friends of mine. But let me tell you, the highlight was Wednesday night, 5.05 p.m., 70 degrees, sitting outside while overlooking the 18th hole of the Trump International Golf Course on the cliffs of Palos Verdes, perfectly clear day. I could see Catalina Island sipping a glass of cab and watching the most beautiful sunset in the Pacific Ocean. Sell it. Were that you is... with the Catalina wine mixer? That... <laughs> is that cool? Is that cool or what? Yeah, that is California right there. That is there very cool. Even had a hit from a friend of mine that I hadn't seen for a while. Ooh. Yeah. Michael. It was crazy. It was fun. Uh, more California news. My friend for nearly 50 years who I traveled with uh, when I was with the Dodgers, Steve Garvey, is running for United States Senate in California. Really? Garvey uh, make that announcement yesterday. How old Steve now, you think? Uh, he's got to be 74. Yeah. Uh, I hope he wins. I'll campaign for him. We'll see what happens with Steve Garvey running for U.S. Senate. Uh, movie reviews, go see the Renaissance, the Beyonce film. It's the best thing out there. New York Film Circle usually picks the best picture that is the same best picture the Oscars pick. Well, we'll see if they agree this time. Uh, the uh, New York Film Circle said Killers of the Flower Moon was the best picture. We'll see. I know you guys talked about it while I was gone, but how about the passing of 101-year-old Norman Lear? Yeah, 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 what a life. Oh, my gosh. And the music that he approved, some he wrote, I mean, the themes for all of the family, and Maude, Jefferson, yeah. Sanford and Son, Good Times, One Day at a Time, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. If they were going to have a Mount Rushmore of Hollywood, Norman Lear would be the first picture, of the first statue up there. Yeah, I felt old when Mary Hartman, uh, the Mary Hartman and Mary Hartman show came up because I was the only one familiar, Mike. Really? Yeah, it was it, great. Was it, it was great. It was edgy in its day. I tried to explain that, and nobody knew what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> well, there you go. Odds and ends. I know people are going, well, you know, she was really famous. She really did a lot. Okay, all right. I still think it's freaking bizarre that Time Magazine name 
Taylor Swift their person of the year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Time Magazine person of the year have included uh, Charles Lindbergh, the first man to fly. Yeah, right. Mahatma Gandhi, uh, Franklin Roosevelt, who got us through World War II, even Adolf Hitler, Winston Churchill, Martin Luther King. So, well, I guess it's appropriate. Taylor Swift would be in that same category. Yeah, you would have thought that it would have been somebody like RFK Jr. or with all that's going on in the world, somebody in the, you know? Certainly not Taylor Swift, but everybody goes, well, you know, she did give, you think of how popular she was. Yeah, well, she didn't do any, for person of the year, she didn't quite match up with Martin Luther King and Winston Churchill. I don't know. That's just me. Well, she'll get the the youngins (laughs) out to vote, Michael. That's just me, yeah. Uh, Christmas music uh, everywhere. Number one song, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, dropped to number seven. 63-year-old rocking around the Christmas tree. Uh, Brenda Lee is number one. And Cher pulled in uh, with her new album, which I told you her Christmas album was going to be good, is number two. So, Christmas music. Well, enjoy the good weather, and may I say, and send me those odds. It's Aloha Friday, no work to Monday, we're going to play day Aloha Friday. Have a great week and enjoy that weather, talk your money. Lili Okalani, Lani, Ani, That's a spicy pepper. I'm hitting my wall. Five hour energy's wearing off. Hey, what? Five hour energy's wearing off. I'm hitting my wall. Here we go, your five trending cuts for this Friday, December the 8th. We begin number one last night. A little Thursday night football, Steelers-Patriots. Here's the final call. Trubisky, he's going to fire over the middle. That's going to be caught. But now you've got a, a lateral, but that's going to be skidding around and winds up in the hands of the uh, hook and ladder, hook and trailer, whatever you want to call it. And instead they come away with a loss. So, Rich, uh, Thursday Night Football, Al Michaels, you just heard there. Uh, years with Collinsworth. Collinsworth out. They're doing the broadcast on Amazon. Who is Co- who is uh, Al Michaels with? I don't want Herb Street. Herb Street oh, doing, Herb Street doing, doing pro. The, yeah, he does the color for the Amazon Prime broadcast. Oh, that's oh, we talked about uh, that. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They um, the the Twitter sphere was not happy with his takes on Florida State. So last night during the game, they well, were letting Herb Street Street's have a it. company man, yes. ESPN, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So they were letting they him say have they it. They had the a corporate hand in that that's decision what, that's, not to put it. That's Florida the State. the conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's right. a tinfoil hat thing that they're working on now. Why Florida State's not not in? Yeah, it's got some legs. 
Interesting. Clip number two. So 96-year-old grandma. Well, she's from Iowa. She's gone viral for her naughty carnation milk jingle. Now, it's actually an old street slogan that she remembered from her childhood, obviously a long time ago, since she's 96. So in the video, she recites it in the kitchen all while holding the famous carnation can. She's been dubbed Grandma Helen, and she's even getting lots of love from the carnation company themselves. Carnation milk, the best in the land, comes in a tin with a red and white band. No to pull, no hay to pitch, just punch two holes in the son of a bitch. Hey Carnation Nation, big news. Grandma Helen merch is here. T-shirts, hoodies, tote bags, and more. And remember, all proceeds are going to help fix Miss Helen's sidewalk. So let's get our holiday shop on. Aw, so, so she can get a new sidewalk. It was, uh, you beeped it there. Is it uh, no teats to pull? Um, I did the prep service beep that. Yes, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm, the I'm original assuming... slogan, the advertising was no teats yeah, to that's, pull. Yeah, that's what I thought. I wasn't yeah. sure. But okay. it was like dirty grandma Dr. Seuss. Right, so. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she said the other yeah. word. Yes, correct. But the slogan, it had to have been teats, teats back yes. in the day. Right, right. All right, clip number four. Alex, uh, three. or three, I'm sorry, I'm used to doing four. <laughs> yeah, uh, Alex Jones was on Tucker's X show, and he sounds the alarm on what he says is a globalist agenda. And so the earth is being put into a countdown collapse right now. And so I'm like the fisherman when the tidal wave comes in, and I'm like, oh my God, my wife and children are about to die. And, and, and so I'm not really worried about me because I'm a man, I did this, I knew it was coming, I've been proven right. And I'm not happy I was proven right. I wish we could have gotten ahead of this and stopped it. Yeah, we have a lot of credibility now that people see that we were right, so maybe we can stop the next phase of it. But the globalists have gone from testing phase, beta test phase, into full operational now. And they say, read their writings, we are going to have a post-industrial world by 2030. We will have no personal cars by 2030. You will be eating bugs by 2030. And we will start uh, the, the depopulation of 90% of the people by 2045. That is the official WF, official UN, official Club of Rome plan. Okay. I don't know if I agree with uh, no personal vehicles and eating bugs by, by 2030. 2030 We're going into 24 here in mm. less than a month. Yeah. Ironically, of the two, I could see the eating bugs thing taking place before the no personal vehicles. Yeah. Because they already do the plant-based stuff. and they yeah. made moving right, in that direction. Right. Right. Alternative. But have you noticed the plant-based stuff? <laughs> Everything was impossible for like half a right. year because nobody's eating it. It was like four it's months ago. It's horrible yeah. for you. When I go to the store and I go to the meat section and I want to get my ground beef and right next to it, the plant-based, ground beef's all gone, plant-based still there. Well, I could be wrong, yeah, but, but now see, they don't have to label it. They don't have to tell no, you No, they don't have to tell you. It looks just like it, but it's right. Yeah, yeah they, they don't have, you have to label it as plant-based. And that's the problem with a digitalized banking system is then you'll have a social score. And then they can control What's, how much what, meat you buy, what you buy, how far Jerry, you travel. I just, I, That's why we got to keep cash. I'm you qualify you. for the meat meat cash, or you the plant-based cash. program? Oh, my God. This digitalized bank is not a good thing oh. for that very reason. Clip number four. It was on this very day, December the 8th, 43 years ago, 1980. 
John Lennon was gunned down by 25-year-old Mark David Chapman. It was announced by Howard Cosell during the Monday night football game that was between the Dolphins and the Patriots. Remaining, John Smith is on the line, and I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we had to take. Frank. Indeed it is. Now, Howard and Frank were so rocked by the news, well, as we all were, yeah, as sure. the nation was, sure. as the world was. But Howard especially because John Lennon was in the booth with Howard. I don't, I don't know if it was earlier that season or the year previous to that. And John Lennon, they did a hit. I don't know if uh, a live hit. I don't know if John had a new album out or it might have been the release of Double Fantasy. Uh, Double I don't Fantasy. Know. Well, the single but, from Double, one of the songs from Double Fantasy came out on October uh, 27th. And that was the exact same day, October 27th, that the song was released that uh, Chapman bought his gun. Wow. Yeah, to kill Lennon. Still so sad. I know, I know. All right, well, we'll cheer you up with this. Former Skid Row, they're calling him an icon. <laughs> Sebastian Bach This is his first new song in over 10 years It's called What Do I Got to Lose And the album will be out uh, early 24 I don't care what you do or say I'm a bullhead ready to strike Ain't got no time for the compromise Come and get it if you dare tonight Yeah, yeah Shocking up in a Shangri-La Gotta hit you in the light of day When the dogs ain't looking and the kitty come a-crookin' Once you wake up it'll be too late Ace we heard earlier this week was pretty good. All of these guys are doing some pretty good yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like it a lot. Get out of your basement, get in the I studio, like it produce it up, and let's have at it. And that is your Friday morning hot five for December the 8th. QFM 96 Kemba, Financial Credit Union traffic. Watch for an accident. Right berm, 270 South, right after Tuttle Crossing. Uh, no other issues to deal with, but a traffic note for the weekend. 70 West ramp to 71 South, going to close from 10 o'clock tonight until 6 o'clock tomorrow morning for some road work. Traffic is brought to you by Capital City Concrete Services. Is your ugly driveway ready for a makeover? Capital City Concrete is Ohio's premier concrete design specialist and can still get your driveway installed this year and $500 off. Why wait? Get an instant quote today at capcityconcrete.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give them what they really want. 
That's a gift card to Borgata Pizza in Worthington with New York style pizza and homemade Italian specialties. Your holiday season just got a little tastier. Borgata Pizza, Dublin Granville Road in Worthington. Well, a charity event seems to be helping Kevin Costner get over his ex-wife, Christine Bumgartner. Richard Branson played host to a tennis f- fundraiser for the Inspiring Children Foundation on Necker Island. That's in his, his uh, home in the British Virgin Islands. So the charity was founded by Jewel, and Kevin Costner was on hand as a guest. Sources say the singer and the actor, they flew to the island together, and they were there for a week. And there's pictures showing that Costner's holding Jewel's waist. Canoodling. And seem, they're canoodling. That's what the Hollywood speak is. And it seems uh, very obvious they are a couple, but right now there is no confirmation yet. Friends with benefits. Maybe, maybe. I like Jewel. Where the hell is Jerry? Is he pooping? He I don't know. He ate that pepper. And, yeah, I know. Uh, I he hasn't been right since. through the water fountain. I think so, too. So Ikea, we know, is not only known for furniture that you assemble yourself, and hopefully after you do so, you remain married. Uh, but it's also known for their Swedish meatballs. The company has decided to go big with the meatball as they are debuting a turkey-sized meatball for Christmas. Akia made the announcement saying, it's big, it's tasty, it's a proper Christmas showstopper. Introducing the Ikea turkey-sized meatball Find out how to get your mittens on it soon. Uh, the one hiccup is the giant meatball is only available in UK stores. The novelty comes in a box that you pop in the oven. Uh, maybe they will release it in the U.S. sometime next year. And BuzzFeed, here's an interesting question. Let me ask both of you. Okay. So BuzzFeed re- recently asked, what are you simply getting too old for anymore? Think about that. What are you getting too old for to do? <laughs> I'm thinking something that's very inappropriate right now. But, of course uh, you are. Yeah. Well, some of the response, some very solid answers if you really think about it, and we brought this up, getting too old for amusement parks. Yeah, see, I was never into amusement parks, so that's not uh, for me. But, yeah, you're right. Does that fall under, like, fairs? Like, because I, like, I go to You mean doing rides? Yeah, like it riding the rides. It just says theme rides. parks. It just says going to theme People just said going to theme tar- well, parks in general. Well, grandma grandpa take the grandkids. And yeah. I thought that Wait. was an old, yeah, almost, when you get older, you take your grandkids. That's when I went. Right. But it says Jerry theme park. Said. Getting too, somebody said getting too old. Skydiving. Yeah. No, because there's always the. The 99-year-old. Yeah. with the video that does it. <laughs> getting too old for camping. Think about that going out, pitching the tent, being out in nature, and yeah, peeing in the bushes. That, and people are into I'm not that. talking glamping. I'm talking actual camping. Yeah, right, right. Not in an that. RV. I'm good yeah. on that at any age. Sleeping on the ground in the woods. Right, in the right, tent. right. Getting getting too old for crappy motels or hotels. You want to stay in comfort, which again I think falls in line with camping. <laughs> I'm not a camper. I need indoor plumbing in order for me to be comfortable. Yeah, good hotels. When good, you, get good to hotel- a, you get to a point in your life where you're going, when, I'm not going to go stay at the Knights Inn when yeah. we're in Gatlinburg yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, again, the question, what are you simply getting too old for? Somebody said roommates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, you know, we mentioned it earlier, too, and uh, I thought it was so odd that Torg is sharing a room in Vegas with his buddy. 
Really like to cut too, costs that much? If you're too, too cheap? Two men in your 50s and you're sharing a room. Why would you do that? I don't know. Maybe to look out for each other. Well, <laughs> I don't I, know. No, yeah, I, I don't understand the thinking there. And I've, I think it's just because he never, he doesn't I've do done stuff of, like that a lot. And like when you're 23, you do that or 27 and you're going to party all night. And right. Two grown men in, in Vegas to gamble and go to a uh, NFL game. And you're sharing a room? What I I don't understand. Well, that. we said earlier at least they're not sharing the same bed. There's two beds in there, so yeah. no well, every room in Vegas has because a lot of yeah. people share. That it's not unusual, but, but as grown a grown man, man, I mean, he's got a seven thousand square foot house, acreage and canal, a brand new Tesla, a great job. I assume I don't know. He's well compensated. Why, when you go to Vegas, would you go to a Budget motel and then share the room. <laughs> and it's, Isn't that odd? Yeah. No, that's odd. I, I mean, I've done it out of necessity before. Again, yeah, well, that out of necessity. That's yeah. one thing. But I, I know his friend pretty well. Great guy. Okay. He's very successful. I don't know. It's so not a money a thing. I don't, I don't, the Torg, maybe there's security in having someone. You know how he can't go in a restaurant alone or something? Doesn't like being alone. He feels he, better. He won't go to a movie theater by himself. He won't sit in a yeah, theater by maybe, himself and watch. Yeah. Right. He, he can't should be the first one to show but up man, at a restaurant. you got to have Make your sure own you get to the space room. so you can poop with your pants off and <laughs> That's, yes. touch yourself in the morning. I mean, come on. <laughs> right? I don't want to look see? at his dirty <laughs> towels on the floor. Maybe they need to share stories. Did you see the girl with the flamingo feathers, Jerry? Yeah. All right. Did she give you the look? I got things to do in my room. How about we meet in the lobby at 7 and we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, is this your uh, tower mine? with a bathroom, his bathroom situation. I mean, who's in the men's room more than him? Uh, nobody. 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 Imagine being his buddy. Being now, his roommate at a hotel. we're in a, a, a small Vegas hotel room and you're... Pooping seven times You're a day. You're defiling our shared bathroom. Now I got to, yeah, I I, I, it's a head scratcher. I know. Fat guys at the movie, he's got some uh, some three movies, and he's coming up next. Yay! We Hi. love Kevin Carr. He oh, is. You guys are so sweet. Oh, Fat guy at themovies.com. Fat guy Kevin Carr, how are you, buddy? I'm doing okay. Good, good. I see one, two. We got three to f- to review today. And the yeah. first one you're going to review is the one that I brought up last week that I'm very interested in, Poor yeah. Things. Poor Things. Now, I, I'm not sure if, I don't even think, that I, this may not be out this week, but I will go ahead and give it a give it a run this time around. Okay. Um, this is from Yorgos Lathamos, who did movies like The Favorite. It, that won uh, Olivia Coleman an Oscar, and he did The Lobster. He does weird stuff. Let's yeah. just throw that out there. And you've got Emma Stone, who plays this woman who is well. Well, Willem Dafoe plays kind of like a Frankenstein type character who, who reanimates her dead body with the brain of her unborn child uh, when she had died. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's already starting <laughs> okay. off strange, and. She grows up and develops, and it's her then going on this, like, journey of discovery of the way the world is, everything that's good and bad that the world has to offer. So it's 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 hedonistic and weird and, and in-your-face and raw at times, uh, but it's also really, it, it, it's, 
it's really off kilter. Kind of has a set design and a, and a production design that reminds me of like mid stage Terry Gilliam. I was going to say that's what I remi- <laughs> that's what that reminded me of when I saw the preview of it. Yeah, yeah. that's a good explanation. Yeah. I think that paints a visual. Yeah, it it runs a little long. It's like two hours and twenty minutes, and it does sort of ignore certain like realities of if you if you did this sort of thing. Uh, it just kind of brushes through it. It's sort of like you remember the movie Train Spotting, and yes. they're like, "Hey, yeah, we all survived yeah. AIDS," and even mm. though we were taking drugs in the '90s, you know, uh, <laughs> it's it's one of those kind of things. But it's an interesting movie. It's uh, you're going to hear a lot about it over the next couple months. All right, with uh, in theaters, right? Not streaming. Yeah, it's in theaters. Like you said, I, I'm not sure if it's, if it's this weekend or next. How do you think it'll do? It might it might even be next weekend or the 22nd. Okay, how, how do you think it'll do? I don't, I don't yeah. think it's going to be a juggernaut. It's, it sounds it's very, complicated. It's an art house movie. Right, right, right. But I think it's going to be one that's going to make a modicum of money and it's going to get award noticed. Oh, sure, yeah. And it'll, we'll still be seeing it in theaters in like February and March. Well, I love La, or, uh, Emma Stone. How many La La Lands you want to give poor things? Oh, I'll give it three and a half La La Lands. Uh, yeah, so it's it's worth it's worth checking out. Excellent. All right, number two, The Oath. I know nothing. Yeah, I was. Uh, this one kind of came out of nowhere for me. Um, it's uh, it it's basically tells a section of the Book of Mormon, and and I'm going to warn you, I'm not Mormon, so I I, I don't I don't know anything about okay. <laughs> the, the background of this. Right. But it's supposedly this. Uh, this uh i guess it would be like a, one of the prophets midori came over to the americas in the like 400 ad and he's being pursued by a king who wants to kill him and it's when he makes the golden tablets or something like that i i like that i don't know i i, I in this movie certainly made for people of the mormon faith because it gives it goes into a little wow. bit of detail in the That's middle. That's limiting. And yeah, it, it confused me a bit just because I didn't know it. It's not what I learned in Sunday school. Right. Is, right. is Billy Zane in this one? Billy Zane, yes, he plays the Mad King who's going after him in the weirdest haircut because he's bald and he has this giant beard uh, and he talks like a pirate for some reason in 480. <laughs> um, I don't know, but uh, it, I'd be taking another wife. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> But I mean, if you look, if if you're, it, it's thing is made mostly for for people who have, are familiar with the Mormon Church. It's kind of a faith based movie for them, and you know that you know it's it, it that's yeah. who the audience is for. It looks neat because it all takes place kind of in the wilderness, so it has some really great scenery and stuff. And they make the most out of it for a, like a low budget movie. Okay, well, how many the oath? <laughs> how many sounds awful. <laughs> How many Warren Jeffs you want to give that <laughs> one? Wasn't that his name? Yes. Well, I was going to say I'll give I'll give it like two gold tablets out of two five. gold tablets. But okay. But then again, I'm not Mormon. So. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the final movie we have: The Boy and the Heroine. And the heroine, the boy and the heroine, <laughs> yeah, young drug No, it's a uh, it's an animated uh, Japanese movie by Hayao Miyazaki, who did movies like. Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle and My Neighbor Totoro. Uh, it's probably his last movie because I think he's like in his 80s, so he's up there in age. But I love his work, and the story follows this kid because it's in Japan. This kid whose mother gets killed in a bombing run during World War II. They move to the country to uh, to sort of for for some safety, and in the he he, he inter. He interacts with these like spirits, these forest spirits, which is very on brand for Miyazaki. His stuff always deals with 
forest spirits and and these sort of these uh, these entities, these otherworld like entities, and they give him a chance to come over to another another realm to interact with her again. So it's very on brand for the kind of stuff that Miyazaki does, and it's beautiful animation. It's not as good as his 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 big ones. It's not as good as Spirited Away or Totoro. Uh, but but it's still nice to see. It's 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 definitely worth checking out. You can see it either in dubbed or uh, it, it's it's also uh, in in subtitles as well. You know what? When you watch movies like that, I always found you never you never watch the dubbed. You always just suck it up and watch the subtitles. See, well, it depends. For me, I mean, the the thing is, the I'm not. I yeah, saw subtitles aren't the end of the world. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, it's Ninety minutes out of your life. The animated stuff dubbing tends to work better in animated stuff, I think. Well, sure. And they've got a great cast. they got like people yeah, like Christian Bale doing, doing the voices. Uh, so so you, you've got some really big uh, names in here in terms of doing it. And they, the Studio Ghibli stuff, when they dub Studio Ghibli stuff, it, it's usually really good. Mm. All right, so how many, uh, I don't know, how many animes are, yeah, how many animes are you going to give this one? I'll give this one four out of five. It's a good movie, and, and it's good, a nice swan song for, for Miyazaki. Aww. Yeah. All right, Kevin Carr, fatguyatthemovies.com. We appreciate it. What do we have coming up next week? Any uh, previews, any teases? Uh, well, next week we got Wonka coming up. That's, uh, you know, the big Willy Wonka. Yeah, no. With Chalamet or, sh- yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not a Chalamaniac, I'll tell you that. Uh, but uh, there's also American Fiction and uh, Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. Ah, <laughs> was it you or was it Michael Evans, Christy, that, that told us about Fargo? That was you, wasn't it, Kevin? Uh, no, no, it was Michael Evans. Yeah, it was no, Michael Evans. It was Michael okay. Evans, yeah. Fargo the series. I'm, I'm hearing on really good things. I'm on board. On, I love it. Fargo. I, I, it was one of, when they first started that se- when they started the series, I was like, how the heck do you do it? But you know what? I, I saw the first season. I've not seen the other ones, but the first season's great. Yeah, well, it this is. one is it too. Is. With it the really tr- is. okay, I just want to tell you before I let you go. So I did. I I watched Eddie Murphy's Candy Cane Lane. Oh, you did. You're braver than I am. <laughs> it started off very promising, and then no, not and then, so much. And then the wheels came off the oh, go kart. <laughs> the, the wheels came off the little red f- uh, flyer wagon for Christmas. Yeah. Oh so. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I I was like I I was gonna cover it, and then I'm like. Yeah, I got other things to <laughs> Well, I covered it for you. Yeah. It sucked balls. All right, Kevin. Give us a week. We'll do it again. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks. And spreading joy.